Welcome to the first episode of the Stuck In Podcast with your host, Josue Flores. And Javier Ramirez. Just to introduce ourselves, I'm a Real Madrid fan. And I'm a Liverpool fan. And we just wanted to share our opinions and our hot takes about football all over the world. So please enjoy. At the time of recording, we just finished the international break and league play has just started again. And, you know, big, big things have happened over the international break. You watched Germany lose 6 0 to Spain. That was really surprising. I was surprised that happened. Yeah, joke. Um, I mean, after the 2018 exit and the 2016, like, you know, Germany didn't even make it past, like, what was it? I think it was like semifinals of the Euros in 2016. They didn't get to go to the finals. I don't know. I think it's time for, like, Joachim Love to step down. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, uh, like, Jurgen Klopp being mentioned as a new coach. And I think that's, like, a really good, like, probability because I know that he has a contract uh, up until, I think, 20, 2023 or 2024. And uh, I don't think he's going to be signing. Like, he hasn't given any, like, indication of, like, wanting to sign up or another extension. So, like, that could very well happen. And I think it can and probably will if he doesn't sign a contract extension at Liverpool. Do you think he waits those contracts up, though? Or do you think he signs on before? I think he'll, I think he'll wait it out because he's got a good thing going right now at Liverpool. Yeah. And I don't see him leaving. And I think... I think if he was to go to to Germany, he'd definitely go after his contract was up. Yeah, that probably makes the most sense because I don't know. I haven't seen any of the, the, the Salah or the Mane contracts, but I don't know how long they're signed on for. They they signed contract extensions recently. Um, I'm, I can't remember off the top of my head. Like Did Firmino too, or is it just them too? Uh, I think Firmino did as well. Like All, all the big players, like Van Dijk... Uh, Henderson, I think right now the only one that hasn't signed the contract extension is Genie. He's, uh, I think he's running well right now. I think he's at that six month mark almost. So like, if uh, any club that made like Barca they wanted to sign him, like yeah, do you think that's why he's holding out? Do you think he's holding out till till winter? Cause, yeah, because I know that uh, Coman he was after him and uh, maybe they had some sort of agreement and that's probably why he's holding out. Maybe he's trying to get more money. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot of people involved in that Barca deal. Like at the beginning when Koeman took in charge, he was like the pie and Genie and I don't remember who else, but it's like the two big ones I can remember I right think, now. Uh, Van de Beek was also linked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he went to United. That guy's had such a tough time at, yeah, at Man United. <laughs> That's really yeah. bad, because like they didn't really need him, if you think about it, because they already had Pogba and Bruno. Yeah. And like it was obvious that him going there, he's probably just going to sit on the bench. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Manchester United playing Pogba at the six. Like, yeah. playing as a deep-line playmaker. Like, he's he's better going forward, I think, letting him run the run around the box and kind of just let him decide and pick passes off and see what he does. Because Van de Beek has played at the six before at Ajax, mm-hmm. but he just, like, it was him and De Jong. He had De Jong to, like, back him up at the time. So I don't know if he really likes it. I think he'd be better, like, an eight and create a box-to-box role. And I think Ole thinks the same because... Um... Like you said, Pogba, he's better going forward. And if he was to put him at the six, I think Pogba would, like, his game would just drop if you try to, like, fit yeah. Van de Beek. Did you see what he was saying after, the after like, playing in the international break? I, I didn't. Uh, I, I forget what the exact quote was, but I think it, he was talking about how he feels, it feels good to play with a team that, like, that suits him and that he feels good, like, happy oh, about uh, playing again. Yeah. He's had, he's had such a tough time at, at United. It's yeah, so It's so difficult for the guy to, like, you know, he's had so many injuries, and he had Jose, and Jose gave him a lot of stuff, like, crap for it while he was there, like, during that World Cup, where he was, when they won the World Cup, 
last World Cup. Not I think like his best like ever like best, yeah, best yeah. performance in super in such a long time. And I think Jose was like, I've never seen that Pogba before. He's like that that Pogba, that Paul has never showed up to the training one day or whatever. Yeah, he's, just, he's definitely been like led the way from United for quite a while now, but he's like he's still managed to stay there. It's kind of like crazy if you think about it. Um, I wonder what his wages are. Yeah, I think he's definitely one of the higher. They, like, yeah, players, definitely players for yeah. sure. Um, I think if he was to leave, he'd probably go to like Madrid or Barca or PSG, one of those big clubs that like yeah. can afford his wages and would definitely like shell out the money that United would ask for. Yeah, he's been linked to Real Madrid for so long. Yeah, I've like, seen he's a lot of talking but, about yeah. wanting to play for Zidane and playing for one of the greatest teams on the planet. And as regards to when he was like a kid, he was like, oh, I've always wanted to play for Real Madrid. Like, Real Madrid's always been my dream because he saw Zidane play there. And I'd, I'd love to have him. He could replace Modric, but, man, Modric is still kicking. Modric is still playing really well. He doesn't start particularly any too much anymore. They usually play Fide, mm-hmm. but Fide's got a broken leg now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. He's, How long is Fide out for? I think three months. That's terrible, because I don't think he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, like, he was super, he was balling out for yeah. us, like, the whole the whole season. And he's still super young, and I think he's just going to be Modric in that role. And I don't I don't know, man. I, I feel, I, I heard saw the news about Fide, like, breaking his leg, and I was like, dude, this is... 2020 couldn't get any worse <laughs> after oh, yeah, that. Sure, because that, that kid, he has a bunch of potential, man. He's really good. I, I watched the game against Barca when he played, and he scored that goal. Like, that goal was just insane. The, the angle was so, like, difficult. Like, yeah, it's so crazy to see, like, because he, he scored, like, I think he scored in the league, like, three or four times this year already. Yeah. And it's just so crazy because he's a box-to-box midfielder doing all the dirty work yeah. and, and somehow find spaces. Yeah. Find space to, and to, like, Create a goal like that. Yeah, Yeah, he's super. And just speaking around Madrid, you know, over this over this break, Luka Jovic has really kicked back in the back in the form. He's looking like his old self again. Oh yeah. He had a what was it? Two goals and three goals. Three goals. Three goals goals in two games, and I think two assists. But at the time of recording this morning, I read that he tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, that that guy's just super lucky. Yeah, like I. Just, I'm, I'm like the biggest Luka Jovic fan on the planet. Like he came from, I watched him in Frankfurt, and I was like, dude, this guy's gonna be a freaking baller. I can't wait for him to come to Madrid. I was like, he's gonna replace Benzema. It's gonna be awesome. And you know, he just hasn't, I think, been given the right opportunities. And I just don't think Zidane plays him the right way. Strength, yeah. yeah, like I think the best games he's played is when he plays up top by himself, and he has the best game I watched him play. I think it was against Ibar. I think it was Ibar or Levante in the league last year, his first season. And he had a goal caught as like excuse me as a as offsides. He was like like an ass hair off, bro. Like just like a little bit. And I think he he had almost scored. I think he hit the crossbar twice that game. Yeah. One offside, and then finally got a goal at like the end of the game. And just like that was his one goal. But he could have had like a hat trick off of that game. He's just such a he's such a big he's such a huge he's just so he's just so crazy man he's such a good player. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like he obviously he hasn't performed um, how he did. Yeah, anywhere near that. Yeah, he hasn't performed like anywhere near that level. But he's definitely not someone I think that Real Madrid should like go out on yet. Like I think they should try to give him that chance, especially since like Benzema. Yeah, ben, the first season Benzema was just so he was so good for us, and he was such he was so informed. He's just. You know, assisting or going, scoring goals, you know, one way or the other. And he was just finding a way to stuck in the squad. So, I mean, 
we just didn't really give Jovic the plans or whatever. It's like every game we would tie or we we draw or lose. Like we were down, yeah. and then they bring him on like fifteen minutes left, twenty minutes left. And even then, like fifteen twenty minutes, that's not enough to make like a huge impact. Like, yeah, it's really difficult to get into like the rhythm of the game. Yeah, and it's just Spain's such a such a different game from Germany. Yeah, who's coming from playing it's with totally different. Yeah, him and Sebastian Aller. Like Aller hasn't been up to that standard either that he was at Frankfurt when he was with Jovic. Yeah, because I remember watching that trio of or that, I think it was it was all four of them it was Kostic, Kostic, Rebic, and then Aller and Jovic. Because I remember that year was crazy. That last year that they had. They had that run in the in the Europa League. I think they made it to the semifinals of the Europa League. Oh wow! They played a they played Chelsea in like the semifinal. Oh, and they, I think and they, Chelsea won, right? Yeah, I think Jovic scored. He scored one away, and it's like that famous clip that everyone was showing. Like when we first got signed, they're like, "Luka Jovic is so good." It's uh, he scores a goal against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge on Kepa, and Rebic plays the ball through him, and Jovic hasn't even touched the ball yet, and Rebic is already celebrating like the goal. Like right before he even scores it. You already knew Kepa was not even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that guy is such God, he's dropped off so much. Yeah. What was it? Eighty million? Eighty, 80 million, million euros? That they spent on he's the most expensive keeper in uh in history, I think. So I don't think yeah. that record's gonna be beat anytime yeah, soon either. I don't think either. it's gonna be beat anytime soon and I don't even think Chelsea's gonna get like anywhere near like half of that for him. If they if they were to sell him. Imagine they just drop him. Just drop him off the team in general. I don't think they'll do that because, like, they still, uh, yeah, they they spent so much money on them, and, yeah. like, the agent fees and all that. Like, I just, I don't know what's gonna happen because Mendy's been doing really good for Chelsea. Yeah, and Mendy is he's been tremendous, bro. He's been great. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> like it's just like crazy, like how much of a difference a good keeper makes. Yeah, because like Chelsea, they've uh, picked up like the performances like ever since Mendy came in. And Thiago Silva too. He's been really good. Like yeah, he had the, the slip age, ups against what was it West Brom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, had, he had a slip up, but like ever since then, I think he's probably been the best defender in the Premier League. Really? Yeah, you think so? That good, yeah. I think Gabriel has been really good for Arsenal oh, too. Oh, Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel's been he's really good. Shot too. He's been yeah. really good for him. And then uh, the crazy part about uh, Arsenal's defense is that they still have. Uh, Salva. Yeah, Saliba's still on. Uh, yeah. He's still on loan. I he's, think at uh, what is it? I, no, I think he's still at the club. It's just that uh, I think there was an incident that um, I don't remember what it was. I think his uh, mother passed away. Or oh, word! Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so uh, he's he's just like not been training or playing because of that, and so I'm pretty understandably sure he'll, he'll so back, too. Yeah, he'll be back soon, and he's really good too, and I think. With him and uh, Gabriel like paired up, I think Arsenal's gonna have a really good defense. Yeah, I think because you know no more David Luiz, no more Mustafi. Yeah, yeah David playing. Luiz like he's. He, I mean, he's Sometimes good. he really picks it up though. Sometimes he shows like yeah, real class <laughs> games, and I'm like, where did this come from? Like last game, you were giving the ball to the defense, and but he always makes mistakes, and that's yeah. like the biggest thing. Like what was it last year? He gave away like the most penalties in like the Premier League. Yeah. Or like yeah, I think so. And they're like. like they're unnecessary too. They were really there was no need for the uh, fouls he committed in the box and that when he gave those penalties away. But I think Arsenal's gonna have a really good defense and then to pair like to top that off, they have Party now. Bro, Party he, is so good. He's really. Did good. you watch that game against United? I did. He was, he was like man all, all over the place. Yeah. You know, you know who I've noticed that that uh, that Arteta really likes. El Neni. El Neni, yeah. El Neni put in a shift that game. Yeah, El Neni's... He was, like, high-pressing up to, like, the 93rd minute. He was really pressing him. 
He was playing really well against in that game. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he's really stepped his game up. And, like, it's crazy to think that, like, I think under... Um, Emery. Emery. He, he was just, like, he didn't really start. He was on the bench. And yeah. He played Chaka over him. Chaka. And Chaka, Chaka is... The thing about Chaka... I know a lot of Arsenal fans don't like Chaka because he makes a bunch of mistakes and maybe he's not the most, like, attacking player, attacking-minded player. But I think he adds a lot to the team. Like, he works really hard. Yeah. He, like, he works his butt off. And he's he's definitely not a player that you need in the side to, like, add, like, like a balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why uh, Emery and, like, now Arteta, like, really trust him a lot and playing, like, regardless of... Form. Yeah, what the fans think. Yeah, yeah that... I think Arteta's playing really well with them. I think it's just, like, they're still... Ever since... Um, Oh, what the heck is his name? I always forget his name. The uh, the old Arsenal man, Arsene Wenger. Arsene ever since, Wenger, ever since yeah. Wenger left, it's just been like, it's just, it's just they kind of still have that like mediocre mentality or something, something like that. I'm not sure yeah, like what it is or what it, it's like a mentality issue where it's like, oh, we're fine finishing fourth, we're fine finishing fifth, we're fine finishing sixth, and they're still kind of trying to get out of it. But I mean, he's a, he's got he's brought in a lot of new players that I really like, like. You know, Ceballos is on loan again this year. I hope, hopefully, they'll buy him in the summer this year. I was really hoping because at Real Madrid he doesn't really get a whole lot of minutes, mm-hmm. and now with Odegaard there, and you know, Fide, and you know whoever whoever else they choose to bring in, you know, in that midfield, you know, we have uh, what's his name? I always forget his name too. The Brazilian guy at Dortmund right now, Rainier. Rainier. Yeah, Rainier. That's mm-hmm. at Dortmund. He hasn't really got a lot of minutes though, but. That midfield kind of just packed and it's kind of like doesn't have any space for him. It's kind of the same thing with Kovacic, yeah, Kovacic. where he was there because he was really good too. Yeah, I remember that. He was super good. He was super good at Madrid and he just couldn't find a place in the squad. Like I remember the bar, there was like El Clasico 2017, mm-hmm. I think. And it was like, that was probably the greatest like performance I've seen from Kovacic ever. Like he was locking up Messi, he was locking up uh, Neymar, he was locking up Suarez. It was like, he was just all over the place and he wasn't letting them wasn't him do nothing. It was him, Modric, and Kroos, I believe, and he was playing as the deepest, the deepest center mid. And he was really just—it was crazy to see him play. Like he was, like, he controlled the game for sure. The tempo was completely in his hands that game. Yeah, he was super good. But I'm glad he's at Chelsea now. But yeah, he's done a lot for Chelsea. Ever yeah, since he was there. yeah. Lampard, I should, I think Lampard should play him a little more. Probably, I mean, it's just tough because he has Conte. Yeah, to he play has him. a lot of options too like, at his disposal. So it's kind of like it's really it's, difficult. Yeah, to, to like have a cemented uh, first team, especially since they have a lot of injuries. They've been having a lot of injuries as well. Yeah, I, I think Ziyech is back. Yeah, um, he's he's really he's playing really well too. Yeah, he's playing really well, and it's you know I you know part, personally I, I you know Pulisic, Timo, either Ziyech on the right or I think they've been playing Havertz out there sometimes too. I saw, uh, this is a, a really, like, a while ago now, but I think Tammy Abraham and Kai Havertz, they had a really good, like... I think it was a League Cup game. League Cup game. They yeah. were playing really well. They, they had a really good connection. I think they, Lampard should definitely capitalize off of that. Yeah. Cause they, I think they've been playing Tammy, Werner, and Kai all, all on the field at the same time. Yeah. And I think it's really worked out for them, because I think... I'm gonna have to like look up where these games are from, but yeah, to put them and, in. and it helps that yeah. Werner, um, he can put on the wing too. He plays yeah. wing, so they can definitely slot Tammy in the striker. Yeah, I think that's what they did that game. I'm thinking about, 
it was yeah, I think it was that lineup was Tammy, Vernon on the left, and then Ziek. Ziek or Dort on the right. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm pretty sure Harris was playing right center mid at the time. But he was they have such a good connection. The Premier League's so stacked right now too. It really it's so it's so tough to like pick a leader because <laughs> you know, like Liverpool's dealing with all their injuries. Manchester City's just kinda having a tough run of form right now. Like they're winning games, but it's like you know, week by week, now, yeah. yeah, week by week, it's kind of like changes. Yeah, not very convincing at all. So then Manchester United, you know, Ole pulls a win out of his pulls win out of a hat like every like a crazy win too all the time. And yeah, they'll just go like on the hot run, and yeah, they will get like wins, like maybe like like the last time they went on the run, I think they got like seventeen wins. Uh, yeah, like seventeen wins. I think this was the first year he the took first over. Season that he took over. Whenever they beat PSG in the Champions League and uh, Ferdinand, uh, he said that United were back. But that's like the famous Neymar meme, right? Yeah, where, he, yeah. where he's like watching the penalties and he's like looking left and right. He's like in shock with his yeah, earrings that he couldn't play. Yeah. yeah, that was. I think since that game is kind of just. I think it's it's definitely died down a lot more. I don't think they've reached that level again. Yeah. Since then, like that that hype that that like I don't think. The theater of dreams has experienced that kind of atmosphere in so long, that kind of, you know, ambience and like that kind of hope and that kind of, you know, spirit for the team since. Like, you know, of course, Manchester United fans are like, you know, diehard fans. They love Manchester United, but, you know, to be like happy about what was happening at the team, I think it was like the last time that I can really think of. Because I don't think they've won a trophy with Ole, huh? No, they haven't won anything under Ole yet. Uh, he, I don't, I don't know. If that was down to Ole, or if that was down to the players that run that they had mm-hmm. whenever they beat PSG, um, yeah, I'm, t- I'm sure that just lights you up though. Maybe it was just like that they had a new manager, they wanted to impress him, so they wanted yeah. a good run. Because they haven't like like you said, they haven't really matched that like since like since that game sad, probably. Yeah. And because uh, I think they went out like the very next round. Yeah, they went out. The next <laughs> round. I'm trying to think of who it was too. They and they they've done they did really well last season uh, to finish off uh, during like the lockdown. Yeah. Um, that, they, yeah, that la- that latter half of the season they yeah, were just doing really they well when they come back. And they made come back and finished fourth or no they finished third actually. Chelsea finished fourth. So they've done they've been doing pretty good. So I know Ole has started off really bad, but I think he's gonna be able to pull something back and. They'll be right in the run for the Champions League. Yeah, that they just had. I think the last game they played, they was what was it? A loss to the no, Bakas Baskashir? Yeah, the Turkish team. The Turkish team. But I think even even then they're still they're still on top of the group, aren't they? Ah, uh, they. Sh- I, I think they won the last two games before that. I think yeah, I think you're right because they beat Leipzig and they beat PSG. So oh, that yeah. yeah yeah so they should be they, they should, should be they should have beat they lost the games. yeah and the two teams that you know maybe were so 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 iffy yeah they lost and they won but they're they're still a team that you gotta look out for though but just every now they get like they drop points at like Burnley or yeah, <laughs> you know at home the Wolves or yeah you know whatever it is and so you know it's just a it's a tough way to keep your form up and to do things like that like they've. They really picked it up after they got, you know, demolished by Spurs. It was like 6-1. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, was really bad. Man. Yeah, that was really bad. And that was like, I remember, have you seen Jose Mourinho's Instagram? 
He posts like really weird like pictures with like really like weird, like crazy captions like what was it during the draw to it was in the Europa League was it Lens was that who they're playing or Lysic or some team that they played in the Europa League and he posted a picture of him sitting in his uh, in the bus like the coach bus with like his mask on and he was like like just super upset and I forget what the caption was but I'll have to I'll have to look it up in a second but that dude just has so many expressions but. Yeah, it's just, you know, United, they don't really, because sometimes, because I, I definitely count them out a lot more than anything, because yeah. I'm like, you know, they're, you know, they're not playing well, like, every now and then, you know, Ole will have a really bad run of form, but then he'll, like, go and pull off the craziest win ever. And the, the craziest part is that his record against the top six sides, it's been pretty good. I think he's beat Lampard almost every time that they've confronted each other, and he has a pretty good record against just the top six in general. So it's not that they can't compete with the big teams because they, they clearly can. It's just, I think it's more of a mentality problem among the players because they have good games, but then whenever they play against teams that they should be, like you said, like Wolves or like Burnley or like Basakshir, they, <laughs> they, drop, they drop points. And that's like what matters in the end, beating the teams that you have to beat. Yeah, because, you know, you can't drop those points. I just saw the, I just looked at the... Uh... The Jose Mourinho thing, and it was against the loss in the Europa League, or it was a draw or something. I don't, I don't remember, but it was a uh, bad performances deserve bad results. Hope everyone is is in the bus in this bus is upset as I am tomorrow eleven a.m. training, and it's that picture of him sitting in the oh, bus. Man, you gotta love that guy. He's yeah, I, I a special one, truly, man. And yeah. then right before the match, he posted a picture of him eating pop, or eating uh, what's that popcorn, sweet and salty popcorn. And uh, watching, watching Netflix or Tactics or something like that on the plane, on the plane. There. <laughs> it says it's one more classic. flight, one more movie, one more, one more. You're at Europa League match. He's a, he's still a really good manager. I feel like people don't rate him as much because he obviously hasn't done as well as he has. What when he's got super, Chelsea, super unlucky though. And I think yeah, he's been really unlucky, but I think he's been doing really good with Spurs. Uh, for what he yeah, yeah for the yeah for the team that he has yeah. like. At his disposal, and you know, it helps that Hyungman's son and Harry Kane are on fire yeah, right now. Fire yeah, right they've got a crazy link up. But I don't even, like, even then, I think Spurs, they've always been a good team. I mean, under Pochettino, they they made the Champions League, the final. Uh, maybe, maybe they got a bit unlucky with the handball at like the beginning of the game, but they, they have a really good team, and I think before that, the year before that, or two years before that, whenever Leicester won the the league, they that was the year they were like they, that was like I think that was the first year. I think that was the year Harry Kane was. I think he won the Golden Boot. I think that year. Yeah, and they they had the chance to win it. They were in the title, and, and then obviously they failed. In the yeah. The stage, but, <laughs> um, they they have a good team, and I think Mourinho has brought out like the best out of them right now, and. Yeah. Plus the additions to the team like uh, Reggie Young and uh, who else? Who else joined? Hoiberg. They really like add a different like dynamic to that team, and I think that's what they needed really. Yeah, I think yeah, it's definitely just the dynamic, and then the adding of Carlos Vinicius from Benfica really helped a lot yeah. too, because you know Harry Kane doesn't have to start every match now. Harry Kane can take a break in those games where yeah, you know that's maybe honestly why he gets injured. Yeah, like, so easily. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the. Uh, the 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 docu series the Amazon one, 
they was talking about that. He was like, you know, I, he's like, he's like, I've played like forty games in like three in like three days. He's like, you know, he's angry because he's upset. He's like, that's why I get injured. He's like, yeah, I get like injured. Because <laughs> <what he's saying. laughs> Harry Kane, I can't understand him ever. I, know, I can't stand the thing he says. Such a like big, like overused name, but like, yeah, it's it's truly that bad. bad. It's, it's really, really it's really that bad. Like especially I was, for like us, since we're not like from Britain, we it's really difficult to understand what he's saying. But yeah, wish they give him like closed captioning or something, <laughs> or have him write down what he's saying. That's what I was like. I was joking about that when Bale Bale moved to 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 Tottenham yeah. on the loan deal. I was like, you know, he never learned Spanish, or he knows very little. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, if he thought Spanish was hard, wait till he's here and Harry Kane tell him to square it in and like put it inside the box. He's gonna be like, he's gonna put his hands up and like, you know what? I don't know. I'm going back to Spain. I'd rather, I'd rather learn how to speak Spanish than try to understand what Harry Kane's saying to me right now. Man, but Bill, I, I, are you, how long was he at Madrid for? I think seven or eight years. And he still doesn't know Spanish. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he used to get heckled leaving the games. Like, if he had a bad game or whatever, yeah. they used to like, well, I think Real Madrid fans do that in general to everybody, but I think even more to him, because if he had an interview, he's yeah, he's a scapegoat, because he's like, you don't speak Spanish, you don't, you know, you came from another country, you never learned how to, like, accept the culture or whatever, you know, you just play golf all the time. Like, did, he tell, did he tell him that in English or Spanish? I, it was like Spanish ones that, like, kind of just give him, go in, go in on him for it, because... I, I don't know, like, it's just, like, it's him most of the, like, almost all the time. And, you know, as a Madrid fan, you know, like, those last, you know, last two seasons where he wasn't as great, last three or four seasons, it's basically since, like, Zidane took over, last four seasons, you know, he hasn't been, he's been a shadow of himself, really. And I don't I don't know what that even comes down to, really. I know he was, he was injured for a while, yeah. and he came back, and then he was injured again, and, you know, kind of just gave Ronaldo, like, more time to shine in the spotlight, I guess. Yeah, I think that whole like ordeal was just like a big mess for both sides because um, I think they're both I egging mean, it on yeah, definitely too. Uh, I know Florentino like he blocked one of his moves to China. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, that would have would have helped us so much, during, especially during this Corona. We probably have leftover bail money from that coronavirus yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. We might even have a Mbappe in the team, man. Yeah, get, definitely. That's like. Do you see his wages? Crazy, like his wages are so big. Like honestly, would have. Help towards uh, getting Mbappe. Yeah, for those for those curious about Gareth Bale's wages, he's paid approximately six hundred thousand euros a week, wow. weekly. Six hundred thousand. So that's that's five zeros, sir. That's probably not. I don't know how many zeros that is. No, I think, I think that, that sounds right. That sounds right. No, wait, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six five zeros. Five zeros. Five zeros. That's it's, a lot of zeros. It's a lot of zeros, but. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. Thank you.